Last time on Stardust and Dragons! Our players got fancy as they attended dinner with the Merchant Lord Estrella. After a succulent meal, she's tasked the party with obtaining the key to a mysterious vault from the Warlord Jura Mortos. Will the party be successful? Find out tonight on Stardust and Dragons! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Stardust and Dragons. Yeah. I am your host slash dungeon master slash awesome guy, Brandon. <laughs> and this is your wonderful, wonderful cast. Christian, say what's up to the people. Hello, people. You'll never find anybody shorter. I play Brendan Dinehart, and uh, I'm excited to be here today. Awesome. Dan, say what's up to everybody. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Dan. I'm playing Flip today. Uh, I can't wait to see what we get into. <laughs> and it's going to be a lot. <laughs> Ray, yeah, say what's up to the people. All right. Hey, hey, it's Ray Ray. I will be constant tonight. <laughs> and um, I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, Lyrax, Lyrax, what's going on? Lyrax, what are we doing? And Lyrax. Hello, everybody. I'm Max. I'll be playing Lyrax this evening. And I definitely know what's going on. Just stay close to me. It'll be just fine. We shall definitely see. All right. We have a wonderful session in store for you guys tonight. So without any further ado, let us jump back into the story. All right. So we pick up right where last session left off. Um, you guys have finished your evening with the designer queen. Um, Klaus leads you back downstairs into the uh, back down back downstairs and out of the palace into the carriage, uh, and take and you guys ride back through uh, back through Estrella's district back into Arcadia, and they drop you back off at the Tipsy Weaver in May's place. All right, everybody. Um... Seems like this is a pretty straightforward job. Um, I'd say for the only little bit of prep that I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going to see if I can get these headpieces working um, with that nice piece of metal that I got from winning that little uh, competition there. Um, I do want to make sure uh, everybody is, you know, down to do this. Uh, I know Flip is probably itching. Right, uh, but how about you two, Constant, uh, Lyrax? Are y'all okay to to be doing something so dangerous? Wait, what? Are you okay to be doing something so dangerous? What? Constant, were you not listening? Uh, I mean, I I was. Um, something got a. Boyfriend, okay. then what and then are we doing? it got a little fuzzy, uh, and then you guys were talking about business or something, and... Uh, okay. Okay, Constant, <sighs> we're gonna be stealing something. What? From a merchant warlord. Mm-hmm. Or a merchant and, 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 lord, and, 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 excuse me. to this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Estrella, uh... Look, Constant, you're probably running for something, or trying to get something, and... A merchant lord is somebody that you want to have as your friend, Constant. I don't want friends. Yes, you do. I just want to. 
I don't know, keep my head down. Something that... Uh, grand theft, larceny, whatever this is. Mm -hmm. It's kind of mm -hmm. directly antithetical to. Well, the well, whole point is to not get caught. You kind of already agreed to it, too, Khan. Also, um, having a wealthy beneficiary will do us incredible in the long run. There's um, nobody better to keep your head down for you. Oh, exactly. I think we scratch her back, she'll scratch ours tenfold. Constant yeah. uh, eyes all twitching her and she's just kind of... All the servants will scratch our backs, too. So it's like, lots of scratching, oh. constant, for just a little bit of a scratch. You've been looking at Klaus, I can tell. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. but... No, Flip, he's just a friend. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but oh. I am a little curious, gang. Um, she seemed to think, she seemed to know this thing was directly responsible for Jorah's sort of possession and change of personality. Mm -hmm. That's a wild accusation. Is it? It's probably just like a Stardust thing. Don't yeah, I don't know. Thing. I don't know. A yeah, Stardust thing? A stardust Does that do thing. that? Wait, we're stealing something so she can check up on her boyfriend? Basically. The boyfriend, like a... the boyfriend has undergone a, an extreme change. She's a much more aggressive uh, warlord type uh, yeah. so excellent we're gonna be stealing from him we're stealing, uh, we're stealing from his his underling the assassin right, right the what right the assassin. <laughs> his name is uh kalen the enforcer excuse me yeah. His name is Kalen the Enforcer. Constant wobbles over a to a corner or something, just like throws up a banana milk. Oh no! Oh. oh. Well. Do you need anything to uh, like a, like a like a bucket, a rag? It's already on the floor now, Flip. Oh. I mean, it's... yeah, it could there could be more. That's all I'm wondering. If you did drink an entire. Like, Lyrex of, walks over to her and kind of squats, so he's a more eye level. <laughs> Are Constant We've been traveling together for a few days now and I'm afraid I don't know much about you other than your adept at magic. Are you okay undertaking this with us? I think okay. it could be great for you, but She just reaches up a little hand and like puts it on his chest. Hyrax, I just needed a ride. Hyrax. Hyrax, you are these people. <laughs> Unfortunately, I needed more than a ride, so that's why I accepted this. If you don't... You guys might want to get some sleep. And Brennan's going to go ahead and start heading up to find Lucky to begin doing his thing. Um, Lucky and May actually come outside into the, the little bar tavern area. While you guys are down there kind of talking. Uh... May, co May comes uh, scooting, kind of waddle it in. She goes, <clears throat> Oh, y'all are back. Oh, tell please, please tell me everything. How did, how was it with uh, Spindit having a dinner with a merchant lord? How did she look? Oh, oh, I bet she was beautiful. I bet she was just beautiful. You're right. She was stunning. Like, any, like no one I've ever seen before. Yes, yes. 
I've only ever seen her on 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 as in pictures or on the television. But oh, please, how how was it? How was it? Literally it's magic. Like... I, I mentioned a waffle briefly. Uh, a waffle appeared soon after. I didn't even ask for it. <laughs> Foot forgot to tell me she was wearing white, so um, it was a little awkward when we walked in and we both were wearing the same thing, but I think we got past it. Oh, well, that just means y'all got good taste. Indeed. Uh, mate, we actually need to go to bed pretty soon. Um, we do have something that needs to be done. Oh, of course, of course, but but before you go, oh, where, where did I put it? Oh, y'all must be popular. How about a shortly after you, you all left, a, a courier came by and uh, dropped this letter off for you too, darling. And she'll hand this over to uh, Brendan. She pulls out a letter and hands it to him. Is it addressed to me? Why, yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Maybe, or whatever that whatever that letter says. Maybe future, in the future, we we, we don't. Uh, well, we didn't. Mention, That's why I'm a little, you know. Ex well, you did, you did quite frequently. You were mentioning Maeve's place. Oh, well, well, Klaus wouldn't have sent the letter. How do you? He, you met Klaus today. <laughs> I I'm good at reading people, Flip. I'm good. What did at you read people. about him? He's he's an interesting fella. Right. But is it impossible he could have shared that information? No, class wouldn't do that. And I'll go ahead and open really? the letter. <laughs> All right, uh, ready? You open the letter, and it's it's made with a very nice paper. Um, you open it, and it's just a simple sentence. It says, "Uh, the only designs." the queen aims to further are her own and there is an address um to uh, a city called Al Alimia and Alimia? Yes Okay Uh do we recognize any of the handwriting any No None of the Okay it's just uh, mate, who? You said it was a courier. Oh yes. That what about what time did they deliver? Like, how long were we gone for? Uh, oh shoot, probably about 10-15 minutes. No longer than that. Okay. Well, uh, and I'll read the um the letter out loud. So, uh. I didn't, this definitely wasn't from, you know, the, the palace. We were still on the road at that point. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to think that whoever this is is probably outside watching us right now. Um, I don't know what to think of this particular letter, other than the fact that now we have uh, had a second party approach us. Talking about probably the same exact thing. And... Um, what we want to do? Here's what fascinates me. Uh, say you got to use your incredible reading people skills on Jora. And what if you read that maybe all of this has been fabricated about him? A slander, if you will. I... We do not know Jora. Simple as that. I've, 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 has anyone here met him? Heard of him? Hey, uh, mate, who's Jora? Do you... 
do you uh you know he's one of the merchant lords yeah, so yeah, i assume yeah. you probably have heard of him oh yes he is quite a scary fella for sure uh how was he before was he always this scary well he was he was never the nicest fella never mm. Mm -mm. Mm. i mean compared, well, all... compared to the others well i would say flip the worst comes to worst scenario we're still uh we're still not doing the most moral things no i know we're trying to be a little different but at the end of the day a friend is a friend isn't it i suppose i'm just curious is all and my curiosity leads me to believe that estrella is hiding something hiring a company like us gives her a lot of deniability we're nobodies. We do not have a reputation here outside of Lyrax doing some quite impressive activities in the arena and us winning a few party games. If she wanted to double cross us, get possession of something incredibly powerful, which, again, we do not know what it is, and she doesn't either. She refers to it as a thing, but she knows it's taking control of him. This makes me worried to say the least. Ideally, I would love a bit more research on this, but as it stands right now, we do have something to gain from Estrella if we do this right now, right? Exactly. She offered to fix Whoa. all of our ships, take care of everything instantaneously. I also think that if it's that big of a deal, we could always make a copy of the key before we give it back to her. Magic or not, duplication is not too difficult of a thing to do. This is, of course, I haven't seen it, but, you know, a simple cast and a little bit of molten metal. We have the materials to make something quite similar to whatever we are given, or steep. Here's another idea as well. What if... So, she wants us to find the key, right? That's right. What if we use the key? Get a look for ourselves. Well, I think the hard part there is making sure we find the vault. All right. She's pretty cagey on that. I one. did have a slight concern. Seeing as when we asked what would happen if we tried to open the vault and get the thing for her, she mm. said that we would immediately become like... Her boyfriend. Well, she, she said we could. She didn't know much about what was going on. But then said that her people could get in the vault and take it out. Just mm. fine. Seems a little strange, I'll admit. Alright then. This is a democracy after all. We do need everybody to uh, complete this job. Personally, the gains seem to outweigh the the vagueness to me. What do you think, Constant? Even if you're not there, we did make a little promise. And I intend to keep it, so. What do you feel? Well, I think it's ridiculous we all made a promise that nobody feels good about, but... It seems to be the way this universe works, isn't it? You never say no right in front of the person, Constant. <laughs> really? Never? Mm, it's pretty easy. I don't wanna. 
No, Klaus could have pulled out a dagger and killed us right there. Well, it's more... Don't do it in their house, deep in their territory. Galaxy's pretty big. You can always run away. But not if you're already in the heart of the lion's den. Mm. <laughs> Interesting expression. Right. Do we even have a plan? Well, that's, <laughs> that, that'll that require just a little bit of us watching. Uh, but first off, we do need to know, in order to make a plan, what we intend to do. Do we want to steal the key, or do we not want to steal the key? I say we steal it. I've come too far to not be making moves at this point in the game. Yes. I'm down for stealing. We steal it. Right. I think from there we make our own call. Whether Miss Constant wants to come with us, that is up to their discretion. How easy or hard the operation will be. It would, but I'm not going to force them to do something they didn't agree oh, to. Oh, of course not, no. Well... What I would say, Miss Constant, is if you do decide not to come, I can't promise that I can protect you. What I do know right now is you have Lucky's gun and you have May's hospitality, but those dying hearts aren't the ones built for what we're about to do and what we're going up against. I'm not trying to scare you, but what I do know is across that street, or at least somewhere, somebody is watching this building. Or else they wouldn't have known that we had left here to send that courier. And they also wouldn't have known that we were had that invitation, truly, that we were going to go to. Um, but the choice is always yours, Constant. Yes. But what I can also promise is do better about it making sure your opinion is known a little earlier before we start accepting some jobs. If you're going to be traveling with us anyway. I just, just For once, I'm in okay? very much agreement with Brendan All on right. both matters. I'll do my best to keep you safe, but I can't do it from afar. What did you say, Constant? Oh, just let me think about it, okay? For sure. In the meantime, I will be doing a little bit of uh, making sure if Lucky can whip us up some some good communication devices. If not, we won't have them, but I'd try and get them to do it. And uh, I might just go, you know, get some rest, because it seems like tomorrow's going to be a long day. Seems that way. Mm-hmm. I right, bid you good night, man. Good night. Uh, I'm gonna go over to Lucky and just go, Lucky? Was it? I need you to do something for me. Uh, Why am I not surprised? Well, funny enough, I might let you just keep all of them credits, and you might not even have to fix my ship. Oh joy, is it enough to buy me a new shop? Well, that's a start now, ain't it? <laughs> All listening. that to say, we're, uh, we might be making friends with one of the, the merchant lords here. Uh, but in order for us to do that, 
We gotta make sure that our communication is where it needs to be. I see. I'm not gonna give you the long and short details about what I have to do, but you know, me, in general, and Flip, so you wouldn't have to imagine too hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I know you like your beauty sleep, but I got the materials, but I don't got the spell slots or the time to stay up and work on it myself. I trust you, and I know you can do it. Only question is, are you willing? <sighs> Kevin just rubs his eyes. You know, you're really milking this whole family thing. Okay, Lucky. You really gotta chill out. No, at hey, this point, don't you, don't you okay you're, look you're, at me, keep, okay? You came, you came to my, to my doorstep it's a yes asking for, no, Lucky. asking Do for ship repairs. No? I tell you how much it's gonna be. You ask for a discount. Listen, we're blood. I have no problem giving you a discount. Then, then, there's a shootout in front of me shop. started. In front, you of, in front of me shop. You brought him, you brought him to my door. You brought up to I my door and I anywhere. was protecting you. I did not bring I was them protecting anywhere. you and yours. Okay, because that's hey, what family lucky, does. Lucky. And are now you do it or I'm not? here on the cluster. Stay with stay with me. Love you, bae. But stay with me. You got cash in your pocket, Lucky. I have a little bit of cash. You got fifteen hundred credits. You might be friends with the gosh dang merchant warlord too. I'm putting you in a better position. Besides, Family to family, where you were living was no way and no place for a dino. And that little rust bucket of yours is? It got us here, didn't it? Yeah, and my shop was making me pretty. <sighs> and now you're cutting into my sleep, too. It's... One night. Yay or nay? Give me a persuasion check with advantage, uh, Brendan. <laughs> I have plus zero. Plus zero. You got it. You got hey. advantage. That's the family discount coming. <laughs> the first one was a seventeen. The second one was a thirteen. Seven with a with a seventeen. Ugh. All right. All right. Only because your safety is important. I love to you, me. cousin. I'm gonna go ahead and back, go ahead and go to sleep before I start talking with this man anymore. He shakes his head. At least get him a drink. And he begins to. Get uh, to May him. owns a bar. <laughs> He'll be fine. It's the gesture. Yeah, get get one with the family discount. <laughs> Chunk will Chunk will fly him over a beer as I'm walking upstairs. He he snatches it indignantly from Chunk and takes a sip. He gives it's an angry orchard. Yeah. He gives him a uh, a salute and flies back over to my shoulder. All right, so yeah, all right, you guys, uh, you guys sleep for the night. Um, you get the effects of a long rest, so you get your slots back and stuff, which is good. Um, the next day rolls around. Um, you have a full, or I won't, I won't say a full twenty four hours, but you have you have most of the day to prepare. Um, get it, get it, uh. In any, any weapons or equipment that you guys may need for this, um, case the joint a bit, uh, and there is, and you know, maybe see what that letter was all about last night. What do you guys want to do? I'm gonna change my clothes mm -hmm. back to my normal stuff, right? Um, Can't be getting your uh, 
My yes, I'm not wearing the yeah. tux to a tactical operation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not tactical this one. Tux. And tactical tux. Hey, that's going to be the stealth armor. <laughs> um, I'll give everybody the new, the new earpieces that Lucky made for us last night. Yeah, you find Lucky. Uh, he's 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 just face down at the bar. But but they're, but sure enough, there are four little communicator devices done. There are a handful. Of, there's there's maybe like a six or seven more bottles of beer on, on the bar as well. <laughs> um, I would definitely say that uh, you know, bring a blanket and just put it over Lucky's back. Uh, let him sleep there for now until he gets up and decides to go to bed. Uh, I'll take them and basically uh the way that i'm imagining them um since they are this very you know magical material that i was able to get um let me see if i remember what it was called that i got uh i don't think i wrote it down but uh they're um they kind of look like little ear pieces that go inside your ear and mm -hmm. as soon as you put them there it's if they turn basically transparent into the same color of your skin so it's like you don't it, you it's not like they're obviously there and if you pull them out they turn back into this like bluish uh material and mm -hmm. stuff like that but it's it's more like a think about like putty it's more like putty uh and so as soon as you put it in your ear and like rub it there it uh turns transparent so that no one can see that you have it and the okay. easiest way to like just activate it is you just think about who you're trying to talk to of the four of us, mm -hmm. and you can speak to them. Mm -hmm. um, yet you still have to speak out loud. This isn't like something that's telepathy or anything like that. We haven't powered that up enough or anything like that. But it, I would say it works for probably a range of like 40, 50 feet. Um, 60. 60 feet. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, you can whisper, but you know you do have to speak things out loud. And so that's, uh, I'll hand, you know, one out to each of you so that now we can all communicate without having to be right next to each other, uh, especially in this stealth mission, which is probably pretty important for what we're about to do. Um, otherwise, I would assume, do we want to, like, case the joint on particular, like, go into the, uh, that district and try and find, uh, is it Kate? Let me see. It's, uh, Kaylin. Yeah, we can. Do you need me for that? Or are you guys going to do it? Whoa. It's it's whatever anybody else wants to do. I'm going to go do that. Okay. That's personal. What I'm... was the 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 letter? It came with an address, right? Yes. Any is there uh, I can give you the letter to go check out the address if you want. Cuz it was addressed to me. All right. I'll do that. I'll uh, come on your behalf. Um awesome. See what they're up to. I'm not exactly a heavy hitter. Uh, oh, Lightex, well, while I got you, come here. And uh, Flip mm. gets out a, a small little nice pouch. And that will be 20 rounds for your pistol. Oh. Um, Flip. I appreciate that. Brendan will give you more of the ins and outs of how to use it, but that'll get you started. I appreciate uh. that. Uh if I need to get more, uh, I'll be sure to get them myself, but I, I appreciate the starter. Oh, no worries. Uh, you'll make better use of them than I will. Um, I'll have to do some more practicing if I'm going to use it for tonight. But Of course. Um, Thank you. 
But yeah, I'll uh, work my charm, check out this address, be stealthy about it, and report anything back to you, you guys. Perfect. Alright, uh, Lyrax, what are you doing? Um, if Brendan thinks they're good on casing and, like, doesn't need him, um, he's, he's very much willing to go, but otherwise with his, these bullets and the reminder, oh yeah, he has a, a pistol, um, he would like to try and work on that a little bit and get, get better and maybe try and acquire some proficiency in it. Okay. Um, you can and if work we... on that. You're not going to get it in an evening, but you can practice. I mean, it's been two evenings now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can I practice. I will say, uh, <laughs> I would also invite Constant to come with me if she wants, only to teach her about a lot of this stuff, considering Constant hasn't been out in the world. That's <laughs> fair. And now, what's he going to do again? I'm just going to go case the joint. So, like, potentially, we're just basically going into the, um, into the district and potentially looking for where we're going to have to be during the night. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even have to be, like, it's, none of this is dangerous. This part is not dangerous at all. It's just walking around. Yeah, I think Constant will tag along. She, um, she wants to get an ear for, for these merchant lords. If that's the case, right, cool. I think I'll, I'll probably go with Flip and kind of practice on the way. Mm. Sounds good. So he's not alone going to this mysterious location. (laughs) All right, so uh, Flip and Lyrax, we're going to start with you guys. Um, You take the, uh, you show show May the address on the letter that you guys received last night. She tells you that it is is, um, in Alimia, which is another one of it's a district owned by yet another <laughs> merchant lord, uh, Terrawin Keenseeker, and it and it is a uh, the address to the scribes guild. Okay, hmm. a scribes guild. A bunch of riders do with dirt on the merchant lord queen. Hmm. Suppose they know a thing or two, huh? Probably. Scribes. Imagine they're somewhat wise, at least. All right, you guys, uh, make your way, uh, make your way through Arcadia now into um Alimia. Alimia is a little bit more of a uh, like a like a lower end district kind of area. Um, very. Very, very sandy and exotic, more like a marketplace kind of deal. Like it's, it, like it's like a like, like a very fancy shanty town almost, right? Like everything's kind of a uh, kind of cobbled together on top of each other. Um, it's like one one big bustling marketplace where vendors and shoppers come together to buy and sell goods, haggle over prices. It's very, even though it's that fancy like Estrella's place or like you know super entertainmenty like um entertainmenty or like you know super uh in your face with the entertainment like Arcadia is. Alimia, it has a more sense of community to it as ev- everyone kind of knows each other. There's very, you feel, you feel safe here for some reason. Um, kids, kids are running around and playing. People are waving to you, noticing you, that sort of stuff as you guys go in. Um, you approach the, uh, the Scribes Guild. It's this 
big white marble building uh, with intricate carvings and runes etched into the walls. Uh, this this center for learning almost. Um, as you walk inside, you see a bunch of scholars, you know, checking out books, studying magic. You see people carrying around like stacks of books. People using mage hand to just like hold all, all of the uh, all of these scrolls and and, and and stuff while and while they walk around reading through other pages and stuff. Lots of wizards here. Lots of artificers. Um, nobody seems to really notice you as you walk in, and you guys are just kind of standing there, just sort of looking around. I guess I'd like to perception check to see if there's anything unusual, or if there's any, like, hidden eyes trying to, like, get a glance at us, you know? So you're trying to find someone suspicious, basically? Someone that would be expecting us, and that knows we're here. I suppose. Give me a perception check. Yeah. Mm, so about that. You see no one. Yeah. <laughs> a natural one. Mm. Um, very sad. Mm. Well, I might. There's a lot of books in here. Yeah. One thing about scribes, they do a lot of writing. I imagine we had those. I imagine that maybe someone at reception or someone around here might be familiar with an individual's handwriting. Because this gives, there, there's no, and out of character, there's no, you know, like from blank. There's no, like, oh, meet me here. It's just an address, right? Right. Interesting. So we have no evidence as to who could send this other than the fact that they wrote it. So. Mm hmm. I suppose we could inquire about if this handwriting looks familiar to anyone. Uh, is there a reception desk near me anywhere? Uh, yes, there is. That's a good idea. Hmm. Would you like to do the talking, or shall I? I'll start things off. I'll see how far I okay. can get. If I'm in trouble, I'll let you know. Um, Excellent. But yeah, uh, Flip walks up to the... Uh, I'd like to walk up to the reception desk. <clears throat> There's a, uh, a mousy young woman... Uh, 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 scrib scribbling down. It looks like she's copying text from one book to another book. Hmm. Without looking up, she says, How can I help you, sir? Hi, yes. Uh, I have a, a peculiar case for you. Um, I'm wondering if this... And he reaches up. His, his, his head is right here on the reception desk. Uh -huh. I'm wondering if this uh, handwriting looks familiar to you at all, Hen. She grabs it and she looks at it. She says... Um, yes, um, one second, sir, and she'll slide the, uh, the note back to you. He takes it. Um, Lyrax, you're a little bit taller, so you would see she, uh, she stops writing in the book for just a second, and you see her, like, turn, turn her chair around and, like, kind of whisper something to herself. Like she, like she turns the chair around, like to where, to where her back's facing, and she kind of whispers something to herself, and then she turns back forward, and she says, "Um, one moment," and she'll go back to uh to writing again. A Lyra beat passes. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, Lyrax will make use of this little communicator device that we've received for the first time, and kind of just whisper to himself, but it it kind of goes to flip a little bit louder. 
I believe she's informed whoever it is we're supposed to meet. Hmm. This thing. And, uh, um, she says she's just still uh, writing. Yes. Just she has. She, she's hardly looked up at you. She's a, she. She took the note, looked at it, turned around, and then went back to writing. Oh, she. She fully has the note now. Or she gave it back to you. Okay. A bit of time goes by, and you see. You see this slender half-elf walk out. Um, he looks incredibly scholarly. Uh, his, his, he's got a simple yet elegant kind of robe on. Silver, silver hair, soft eyes, but very uh, perceptive. And even as he's walking up, Lyrax, you, you lock eyes with him. Almost, it's almost like his eyes demand attention as you, as you lock eyes with him. And you can tell this is the man that you're here to see. Um... He walks up to you and he goes, uh, <clears throat> I was led to believe that there were four of you. Oh, uh, the other two are busy. But I've come on their behalf. Brought my man Lyrax with me as well. Uh, do you have anywhere we can talk? Of course, of course, please follow me. Hmm. My name is, uh, Zephyrian. Hi, Zephyrian. You can call me Flip. Flip, yes, and you must be Lyrax. That would be me. Seems you're well informed, sir. Oh, well, of course. Your reputation in the uh, in the Sanguine Arena precedes you. Out of character, what was his name again? I just forgot as soon as he told me. Zephyrian. Zephyrian. All right, thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he leads you back into, like, one of the little uh, study rooms. And as he and as he does, you notice a... Uh, a, a, uh, he he kind of waves his hand over over a symbol on one of the walls. It looks like an eye. It looks like it's in the shape of an eye, with a bunch of rays of light coming out coming out of coming out from around it. Um, he kind of waves his hand over this sigil, and the wall opens up, and there's a candlelit room on the other side. He says, "Please, this way." He walks inside. Um, the wall closes behind him as you guys follow him in. And it's kind of a, like a, it's probably about the size of a, uh, like the size of a, stu- of a studio apartment, right? Like not too small, but not too big. And there are two tables set up, chairs, and you see a, you see a young Kinku standing there. Watch, uh, looking, looking at you both, and he nods and he says, "Welcome. I'm glad you got my message. Thank you for having us. Yes, we uh, we we received your message. Um, definitely has piqued our interests. Definitely. Um, I think you could elaborate a little bit on what you meant by that. Hmm. <sighs> well." I suppose I should introduce myself first. Yeah, exactly. uh, That's my name is my name is Terowin, Terowin Keenseeker. Um, That's lovely to meet you, Terowin. They they call me the <laughs> the Whispering Shadow. Uh, hmm. yes, not as not as a uh, not as endearing of a name as the Designer Queen, but. They 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 love they love giving you nicknames when you find yourself in a position of power. And out of character, this is the name of the merchant lord, right? Yes. Cool. Just just 
Double checking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's excellent to meet another merchant lord. He's about a he's about five five. Um, he's a he's a all black kinku, uh, sleek black feathers. Um, but he's like he's not like skinny mini like a bird is. Like he's got kind of an athletic build to him, mm. you know. Mm. Um, well well groomed, well taken care of. Um, you, you can tell you can tell that he has a sense of fashion, a sense of style about himself, a little bit more elevated than the others that you see here. Um, Your feathers are so well kept. Well, thank you. I uh, it, it is quite easy to uh keep oneself up when you're in a position like I am. Mm-hmm. He says, but yes, and that's actually uh, why I've called you here to talk about. Um, as he as he speaks, you notice that he also has a uh, a small little silver hoop that sits just that sits just above the bridge of his beak, kind of like a nose ring almost. Hmm. He says, uh, <sighs> "I saw your display at the Sanguine Arena, and I saw Estrella." give you her blessing, I suppose. She's always been one for the theatrics. Hmm. So it would seem. Yes. Um, I, I, I am quite interested in, in, in knowing, uh, what does she ask of you? I guess a better uh, precursory question from us would be what is it you seek to know? Mm-hmm. And, um, what grudge do you have against Estrella? Oh, oh, my friend, you misunderstand. No grudge here. To, uh, he he pull he pulls up a chair and has a seat. He says, "Please, please sit. If if you would like." Hey, we'll all sit down. Lyrax won't be lo- rude. He'll, yeah. he'll take a seat. But does the same. We all sit down. He says, "Uh, are you aware of a?" Uh, the history of the cluster. No. Why we celebrate the day of uh, the day of mending. I can't say that I am. I'm no, not neither am I. No, 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 top of my head. It's okay. It's a it's it's a quick history hmm. lesson. Before before the cluster, as you know, it was founded. This was a no man's land. It was a during the height of the Stardust Wars, where there were many, many of us had lost our homes, many of us were displaced. And this planet here had long since been abandoned by Aurora Industries. It was a place that we could come and seek refuge. However, it was a time of chaos. Everyone was cannibalizing each other, looking for power, looking for wealth, looking for a fresh start. until we came in. Now, I will say that uh, in, the, in those first couple of years, I, I, in order to amass power, regardless of what you want to use it for, there are certain things that must be done to obtain it. You understand? Mm. It, was a, it was a dark time for the cluster. War. Everyone vying for powers until... Those of us who were, those of us who had the best strategies to win the game, 
realized that ultimately we would just cannibalize each other just as all of our predecessors did. Estrella, Jura, Kess and I, we decided to end the fighting. Stop the wars. We realized that having a piece of something was better than being the ruler of nothing. And so the cluster as you see it today exists only because of the delicate balance that we have been able to maintain over the years. Four districts, four merchant lords, each one of us brings something to the cluster that the others simply don't have. And it has caused us to thrive. However, for some of us, old habits do die hard. I know how Estrella seems. And she is a gracious host. Very uh, generous. Yes. It, I don't, I can't tell you exactly what it is Estrella is planning, but it would be naive to think that she isn't planning anything. It's very rare that she pulls people from the general public. No, no offense, of course. <laughs> and, mean, and, and, and brings them to her uh, to, to, for dinner, especially people who uh, just, 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 just showed up here a few days ago, right? Is it so weird that the champion of the arena, the upsetter, get invited? Perhaps I am wrong. Maybe Estrella just wanted to talk and share pleasantries with you. She showed us lovely art pieces. It was mm -hmm. quite a time. Yes. Question for you. Um, Tarawin, right? Yes. yes. Um, you said, so there was Jora, Estrella, yourself, and Tess? Tess, with a K. Yes. The last merchant lord. Yes, he's a... Uh... <sighs> he's young. Okay. He, uh, he, he's young. He controls Arcadia. Um, he's actually one of the, uh... He's one of, uh... I will, I, I will say Estrella favors him. Right. Estrella favors Kiss. Um, so I imagine four of you all being merchant lords together you gotta build up some sort of uh, relationship, some sort of basic trust um, of course obviously you cannot tell us exactly what Estar was planning because you have some information maybe withholding that to us could uh, help you lose some of your deniability whatever leg up you have in stopping her or whatever advantage you have on her but there is something I'm curious about. Uh, she has mentioned the, the well-being of one of your members, Jora. Has he been acting mm, different? Yes. Strange. Jura... Jura has always been a hard man. 
I will say he is he is definitely the most uh, the most quick to violence. He thrived during the Stardust Wars, and you know you could t- you could take you could take the man out of a war, but you can't take the war out of a man. I don't think he ever quite left that sentiment. Um, Drew has always been a interested in power. That's part of the reason why he and Estrella had a falling out. Oh, were they together? She didn't tell you? I think she mentioned they were close. Yeah. Um. Mm. <laughs> that is sad. Oh, yes. I don't know the details. I don't know exactly what it is that happened between the two of them, but yes, they were very close for, for a time, and now it seems now now they're not. Well, in uh, keeping with the tradition of preserving deniability and advantages that both parties have, we would like to say that I cannot tell you her full plan, but Estrella has a plan to help Jorah. Now, I'm not sure if this uh, coincides with what you believe she's up to, but from the sound of it, she sounds concerned, and we and want someone to help her help him. His eyes narrow a bit. He says, Help Jura. And if, if, you, if you would indulge my curiosity a bit, what is it that Estrella stands to gain from Jura's well-being? I can say with 100% certainty I do not know. And that is what concerns me, my what friend. What concerns me, too. I don't know what's going on because here. Because it's like it's like I said earlier. I am fully aware of the things that all of us merchant lords had to do to get to where, where we are today. And for as accommodating as Estrella seems, you must know that she is not one to be trifled with. I'm a lucky bird. And I've managed to build a community here. Community of the arts. Community of knowledge. Of the people. Alimia might not be much, but this is where, where this is where the majority of the citizens of the cluster are from. Here, people who were displaced, people who don't have another home, you know. Yes, there, there, there is something to be said about attracting in all of the most famous bards and artisans. There is something to be said about about tourism and spectacle. But the principles that the cluster was built on was its people, and that's what I'm trying to look up for. If Estrella is planning to move against Jura. I don't want it to upset the balance of power that keeps the cluster the haven that it is. Mm. I so you personally would have thought that them being in a relationship of some sort would have already upset the balance, would it not? 
Not as much as you might think. Like I said, Jura was has always been a hard man. Hmm. It's funny, Estrella tells us a much different story. How he was uh, quite different uh, not too long ago. But <sighs> where I'm at right now is we don't have much to gain. We are about a small company. I imagine Estrella um, helping, uh, getting us to do her dirty work, much like we are doing with each other, gives her a certain degree of deniability and not a lot of responsibility because she doesn't know us. We don't know her. Uh, we do a job, never see her again. We can, she can say anything she wants about us. But I'll live with you. You want what's best for the people. I see you out here. I see where you're living. You don't believe that Estrella wants to help Jorah. In her current state, you do not believe that she wants to help Jorah. Make a move. I can't say that. I I know that she wants to help herself. I see. If helping Jura aligns with that, then yes hmm. but I would I wouldn't I would be willing to bet that that's not the only reason why hmm. you and you mentioned before about keeping a balance I believe in that as well what we're after is resources to get us out of the cluster we need our ship repaired and we need to go about our business because we have a whole laundry list of things we need to do that do not concern the likes of the merchants, merchant lords. But I've mentioned this to my colleagues. It would not be the worst thing in the world to have a wealthy beneficiary. Someone to make our travels a little easier getting through. Uh, as you know, repairs are not cheap. <laughs> and I think a friend of mine is running very low on family favors. My question to you, Tarwin, is um, how can I help you? Is there anything that someone with no ties to the cluster, truly, can do for you to make things go a bit smoother around here? Well, now that you ask, there is there is a reason I called you here, besides just the sharing of information. Mm. Um, and he will uh, reach, in, re reach into his robes and pull out uh, a pouch. He says, um, these are sight stones. Hmm. He says, um, <sighs> Jura's walls make it nearly impossible for my couriers to gather any information. I, usu I usually have eyes and ears everywhere around the cluster, but Jura being the type of man that he is, it's hard for me to get inside and see what he has going on. Hmm. I'm like, if you are going, if you are going into Jura's district, all I ask is that you place these sight stones discreetly, of course, near anything interesting. Jura's quarters, Kaylin's quarters, inside his factories, wherever people talk, just so that I can gather a little bit of intel on what may be going on. I think that sounds and fair. The compensation for such a task would be... The compensation for such a task... Well, what is it that you want? 
protection. I have protection. I want to move. I want. I, I want my my company to move freely through the cluster, in or out. I don't plan on staying long. I don't think any of us plan on staying too long. Also, are you familiar with the out of character? May runs like a hotel, right? The Tipsy Weaver. Tipsy Wyvern. Yeah. Yes. Are you familiar with the Tipsy Wyvern? Ah, yes. May die in Heart's place. Off limits. The Tipsy Weaver's in Arcadia. I don't have as much uh, pool there as I do in uh, Alimia. Hey, you got some sight stones over there. You could know. You could know what would be happening. Of course. I want you to promise me that. If I do this job for you, off limits. We will. We will watch over her and her establishment. You have my word. Take one of the sight stones I gave you and place it near her, near her residence, and I will uh, keep an eye on it. I don't know if I like that. I might place it a little down the road, but I don't think I'll place it directly on there. Wherever you see fit. Whatever I see fit. So, over by Jorah's district. Over mm -hmm. by the Wyvern. Anywhere else you want these? Mm -hmm. I'll trust your judgment. I'll do. Lyrax, can you think of anything else? Resources are always welcome from one who prides themselves to be one of the four rulers of this colony. It's true. Ruler. Ruler is such a... <laughs> I don't see myself above anyone, friend. Mm. Mm. Just one of the four people in charge of the fate of the entire colony. Yeah, no, not a ruler. Mm. One of your equals considers themselves a queen, but you, no. Just, just a scribe. A humble scribe. He shrugs. He says, uh... I just wanted to share some of that knowledge with you all. As we all know, knowledge is power, after all. Right. As a, and I I do wish you luck. Hmm. I will say, in order to do this job effectively, if there's any gear, magical or otherwise, that might assist with going unnoticed, might be appreciated. And I'll take that as my compensation for it. I'll see what I can do. You have until tonight? Barely you know where to find us. Mm. Well, it is my job, he'll look at Lyrax, as one of the rulers of the colony. Mm. So humble. He, he says that with a lighter tone, just kind of messing with him a little bit. Well, Tarawan, if that's the case for now, I think the less we know, the better. And I think you're onto something when you say that this, the uh, the cluster needs balance. So we'll keep that in mind if you do the same. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. Will do. I appreciate your frankness. Thank you for contacting us. He will stand. He'll say, of course. Well, remember the sight stones and uh, know that you're always welcome in Alimia. Mm-hmm. And the wall will uh, split open once again. And uh, Zephyrian will uh, lead you guys out. Sure. Yeah, uh, Lyrax will go. So meanwhile, uh, Brendan and Constant, you make your way over to uh, Jura's District. Now, Constant, the best part about doing this type of work, before you've made enemies with the perp, is you ain't gotta be sneaky. We can just walk as far as our tiny legs will take us. You walk around uh, the city of uh, Dominarch. It's a, um, it's a very militaristic, very industrial kind of city. Lots of, lots of, lots of angles, lots of towers, lots of walls. Um, Nothing I ain't seen before. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the city. It looks like the city itself is divided into like four rings, and each one represents like a like a class of citizen with uh, different degrees of privilege and oppression. Um. Yeah, so you guys uh kind of go out and assess the area. Both of you give me investigation checks. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fourteen. Fourteen. Ten. All right. Oh, look at that thing over there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, with your investigation checks, what you've discovered is that the prison. Um, is actually located in the second district, which is behind which is behind two giant walls, basically, uh, located like in the middle in the middle of the city. Um, it'll be pretty difficult to get inside, but with it being underground, just look for a sewer. For a sewer? Yeah, if it's underground. I assume it's probably gonna be underground. <laughs> Uh, you don't find a sewer, but Constant, you actually notice that in the outermost district, you see something quite familiar. An old Aurora Industries mining site. Um, we need to get underground, right? Yep. Just, like point to the mining site. That's pretty far underground. Oh, what well, concept would you like to lead the way? Uh, I don't really have any idea where we're going. <laughs> I haven't spent much time in mines. Spent some, but from my understanding, that might be uh, your area of expertise, right? I do come from a mining planet. Well then, sounds like you do want to lead the way. <laughs> sounds like you hear what you want to hear. Let's go. <laughs> Was that a yes? Oh wow, I'm excited. Let's go. You guys, uh, you head to the uh, the abandoned dig site, and it's like a like a desolate wasteland. Um, it's a real 
eerie landscape of rusted metal structures and decaying equipment. Constant, you probably recognize a lot of this equipment um, as stuff that you used to work on. Um, the buildings that used to house the miners and their families are now nothing more than crumbling ruins um, scrawled with uh, graffiti and shattered windows. Um, and as, as, as you get closer, you notice that the site has become kind of a makeshift home to a community of people um indentured servants uh you see tents and makeshift shelters that are dotted along the dig site interspersed within the ruins and the old mining structures and uh and stuff like that and they come out you know they're 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 in rags or torn shirts their hands are black with uh with with with, uh dirt and grime um and and the smell right it's 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 very hot thick air as you come closer into these mines, uh, and 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 the people uh, and the homeless kind of poke their heads out and look at you as you're uh, as you guys uh, walk down here. Hmm. Seems like uh, like this uh, this merchant lord isn't really doing his job now, does he? I mean, is that their job? Oh yeah. His job is to look after his people. He bet on plenty of planets, and uh, doesn't seem like he's doing his. What do you? What do you think happened to? I mean, I've only seen a couple of Aurora mines, but none of them look like this. Hmm. There's a lot of things that happened during the war. Just be surprised, uh, wouldn't be very surprised if, you know, they just cut their losses after they got what they needed from it. I don't know how old this mine is, but it does look kind of old. And if it was during one of the Stardust Wars that they were mining this mine, uh, you know, it probably had a pretty quick pace trying to get it out and selling it to people. That'd be my guess, at least. But you and know just as well as I, after a mine has gone dry, it has no more, no more use. It's just a, an eyesore. And maybe for these people, it's something to keep them out of the rain. So, I mean, you don't think they worked here or anything, do you? You think they just kind of wandered in after everything? Now that constant. That? That is the question, isn't it? I don't think there's much way to tell. Unless you ask me. But right now, that's not our mission, so... Let's stay on track, okay? He kind of looks uneasy, but... She moseys on. Kind of takes notice if anybody's... Taking issue with their presence here. Does it look like everything's copacetic in the mind? Perce- perception check, constant. Sweet, <clears throat> sweet. I am. Uh, Brandon, you can give me one as well. Oh, sweet. 19. 19? Uh, that's a 22. Being anxious uh, pays off. 
22. Oh, yeah, no, you see you see this guy approaching you from like a mile away. He's not even trying to hide it with the, the oh. perception checks you rolled. Um, he's he's a larger guy. Um, well, I guess he's like way larger than both of you since y'all are so tiny. Um, he's wearing he's wearing like the remains of overalls. Like only one of the straps kind of connects still. Um, mm-hmm. the the other one's long gone. Um, um, you know they're they're kind of they're torn and worn at the bottom. And he's this big scruffy dude with like with a mustache that's way too big for his face. He's almost he's almost all hair from the nose down. Um. Mm-hmm. Very, very strong looking. Um, and and he comes, he comes stomping over. He comes stomping over to you guys, uh, not threateningly, but very much with intention. Mm-hmm. Keep on walking. Mm-hmm. Says, uh, mm-hmm. "Sorry, are y'all lost?" No, just trying to go through the mine, sir. Goes through. The- What you want to go down there for? Well, it might lead us to the prison. You see a visible shift, both of you, as you mentioned the prison. As as fear just overtakes this man. <laughs> okay, just gonna mention uh, right out front we're going to the prison. Cool. Yeah, got nothing to hide here, Constant. And I'll uh, give a quick wink and a smile. And as I wink and smile, Chunk flies off of my shoulder and onto this guy's shoulder. And suddenly his overalls start to, you know, get a little bit less one-sided and lopsided and start to be, you know, put together a little bit sturdier as uh, Chunk is just on the side. Uh, His eyes are glowing this blue color as he's casting mending all over this man's clothes. Now, uh, sir... You seem to... I didn't mean to make you afraid or anything like that. What's wrong with going down to the prison? What's, uh... What's the issue here? I mean... You seem to... You seem to be a little scared. I didn't mean to make you scared. Or upset you in any way, sir. (sighs) No, just... Oh, I guess you don't know what's in... The executioner's in there. The executioner. Yes, Jura's, that wouldn't be a, Jura's executioner. That wouldn't be a Mr. Uh, a Kalen, would it be? We've, he he kind of spits on the ground. So we for, we forget he even has a name. He's not because nah. he has no conscience. No conscience. Has it always been that way, sir? He's the one who ke- he's the one who keeps us in line. Keeps you in line. Well, From yeah. doing what? We, uh, we work here. At the mine. Still? <sighs> well, yes, uh, after, you know, the the stardust is long gone from this place, but there are other precious minerals in the, in the earth that, uh, that Jura says he needs for his, for his, uh, creations. How you think he built those walls? Hmm. Mm-hmm. And the hard work and labor of you fine gentlemen and women and by the looks of it a few children yeah. um we've been a uh, we've been deemed as a uh, i don't know criminals or just in the wrong place at the wrong time and so so now we are 
we are in indebted to him. Okay. Well, I'll be honest with you, sir. I don't know how much I can help you. But, uh, I would like any information that you do have on this Kalen. Or this, uh, executioner, as you call him. Be much appreciated. He's a... Well, he's a he's an elf. Mm-hmm. Um, evil. There's e- no, like I said, man has no conscience. He's obsessed with death. Probably, probably why Jira keeps him around. Says um, every, if if someone acts out of line or isn't working hard enough to his liking or anything like that. You know, nobody really cares about what happens to us down here. Sometimes it'll just be for fun. Really? Does anyone fight back? <laughs> oh, only, only, only if you want to... Only if you want to die a quick death. Sure beats dying a slow one. Why don't the other merchant lord... Sorry, um... Why don't speak up, do Constant? Sorry, I didn't want. Why don't they do anything? I mean, everyone agrees this guy sucks. Because it doesn't. Uh, they could care less. It doesn't benefit them at all. They get to stay in their nice castles and 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 their fortresses and and their and and their nice cozy beds. But they said, or we've heard, he wasn't always like that. They just don't care that he's... She means Jura. Right, sorry. They just don't care he's blown off the handle or something? Apparently not. Hmm. Huh. Well, again, we have business with his Caleb. I don't know what's going to happen after our business takes place. But I feel like you and probably most of the people around here would agree that things can't stay the way that they are, now can they? You're all going to be dying one by one. Seems you already have been. I think, uh... If we do what we're supposed to do, what I was paid to do, it won't be so much one by one as dozen by dozen. And, um... A younger me... <laughs> might not have... Thought about these consequences, but... An older me... The me that you're staring at today is... A little wiser. It seems like you've gone through enough to know that, uh... Regardless of whatever you do, your consequences will affect others. So, I love allies, and I love friends. And I feel like at this point, Chunk is done with his overalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And begins to move to his shoes. Oh, Yeah, 
Uh, he's getting like he's his like overalls if he had a belt like that's good like this stuff even though it's mending like he'll even go over like the patches that are already like worn but are okay and like be fixing those up as uh brendan's talking this entire time yeah as, as you're saying. as you're doing that like other other um other uh indentured servants start coming out and like see and what's going on. As soon as Chunk is done with uh, that one, he'll go to literally the closest person and start uh, cleaning them up too. Oh. And uh, awesome. Brendan will say, uh, now, one thing that I do know is no matter how strong one individual is, it seems that you guys all have a community here. And although I am not a part of this specific one, I myself am a blue-collar worker. And I pull out some of my tools, and they start to, like, appear in my hands. And I know uh, what I can't do alone. I have a partner. He's not too far away from here. And what we set our minds to, well, it doesn't matter how big the foe is. Or how small we are. We tend to come out on top. And when we don't. <laughs> at least we got each other, right? And he's like looking to all the people that are uh, gathering around. Charisma check with advantage, my friend. <laughs> I see you out here trying to r rally the troops. <laughs> we'll uh, see. I have a plus zero in charisma. I guess that's persuasion. Um. Okay. Here. Uh. Constant. If uh. If Constant wants to share a couple of words, I will let you make a uh persuasion check too. If you if she chooses to. I got a seventeen naturally. Seventeen. Okay. Okay. Solid. Yeah. Uh. Now. Um. I've never been much of a, a miner. I've definitely been one for the destruction that actually caused these types of things. But my friend here, and he'll take a step back just in case Constance does decide to say anything. Mm. She just kind of looks at everybody looking at them and just... Boom, the spotlight is on you. <laughs> know a lot about what's going on here, but I do know it's wrong. You shouldn't be down here like this. And we can help we will. We might need a little help from you first, but Give me a persuasion check, Constant. <laughs> With advantage. <laughs> Nine. With advantage? Yep. <laughs> awesome. I still got a 17. Is it and then I think Brendan will uh, step forward just a little bit and be like, now listen, you heard the lady. We don't need everybody, and we're not going to ask for everybody. But what I am going to ask you, and he'll start to gesture to everybody else, all of you, to do is 
Think to yourselves. Are you going to let this chance go by? That you do have allies on the other side. What is it that you're asking of us? I'm asking you to free yourselves. What does that look like for you? Getting the hell out of here. Now how does that happen? Well, first we have to get first we have to get rid of Jura's guard dog. Uh-huh. And then after the guard dog's gone, I do have it on good authority that Jura's not going to even be in the the district tomorrow night. But you know what? We'll be near the district. <laughs> Lots of uh, very fancy ships. And I mean, it seems like living here is already a death sentence, right? So why don't you just go relieve some of these fancy rich folk that have never had to work a day in their life of these ships? Why don't you, after we've done what we need to do with getting rid of this guard dog, storm with your fellow blue collars, take a ship, two ships, three ships, any ships that you can and escape this godforsaken cluster. I have it on good authority. There are many, many happy planets that they would love to accept some miners just like yourselves. Of course, you'd never be able to come back here, but I wouldn't think you'd want to. With a uh, with the seventeen, you wrote a seventeen, right? Yep. With the seventeen, uh, about 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 half the crowd, the crowd's still not completely. There's That's not completely a cheer fine. going on, but about you you definitely see a lot of murmurs in the crowd. They're like, yeah, and yeah. Now, let's, I want to keep it. in mind at this point. I want to feel like Chunk is just that could be our going chance. as fast as he can to like mend as much of these people's sh shoes as what he's going with the first. Uh huh. Because he knows like you got to be able to run. You're you empowering be able to these people. Like, right. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, and. Go ahead. And he'll say finally, now, all I'm asking for is if you don't want to take on the guard dog, put yourselves in a position to escape. Give yourselves the reins to escape your oppression. How will we know? <laughs> well, I can send a signal. I can send a message. Tonight? It's the only chance that I can give you. And what do you need from us? Make a ruckus. Anybody that wants their revenge can come with me. See the things that uh, this man's protecting. Potentially free any brethren that you do have down in the mines. Or in the jail themselves. And why, why are you doing this? You don't even know us. Why are you trying to help us stage some sort of a revolution? Oh, I already told you. This is just as self-serving for me as it is for you. You owe me nothing. And I owe you nothing. But let's just seek this as an exchange of goods and services between two people that have a common interest. 
your name? <laughs> that, my friend, I can't tell you. I'm supposed to be on a stealth mission. And I'll give him a little wink, and then Chunk will fly right back to my shoulder. <laughs> He's, he, he, he smiles and gives you a nod. Um, but yeah, uh, so it, he, he does tell you that, uh, well, the guard dog is... There's a spot in the mines that'll lead you underneath the district, underneath the walls. And and if the assassin is who you're after, that's where you'll find them. All right. Well, if any of you guys want to come with me, just let me know. Ah! You did not roll that high. <laughs> <laughs> It's worth a try. Uh, I would right. say, uh, if you want to set a couple of fires on your way out, you know, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> uh, but get out of here as quickly as you can. And when I give that signal, as I'm passing through, just know, once you guys are running, run. Okay? Look for uh, a clan, uh, I think they call themselves the the dying hearts and uh mm -hmm. they might be hospitable to uh to people that are uh down on their luck like yourselves the dying hearts just remember that name and if you could do me a favor look out for anyone you find okay thank you stranger no problem and I think after that, uh, Brendan will gesture to Constant on if she wants to say anything else. But if he if she doesn't, he's going to go ahead and start going heading back to the inn because mm -hmm. he doesn't see a point in going through the mine to find that, all of that stuff. When it's not dark, I right. feel like we did the skiting. Like we we did it. We, we found, found all the information, and we did it. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think for the rest of the day, Chunk will spend the rest of the day just mending people's shoes. I'm not there, and he'll fly back. I'll give him Aww. instructions to fly back to me after he's done, but Chunk is getting them prepared with like, as much mending as he can. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think Constant will, uh, she's just kind of been eyeing what's happened here. And she'll spend a little longer in the mines, maybe getting some uh, some of those some of those mineral samples they were talking about that Jura found so interesting. Ooh, okay, I like that. Constant. He won't leave. Then he'll wait. Obviously, he's gonna wait on Constant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, I like that a lot. Yeah. As you're uh, constant, as you're spending your time in these mines. Uh, or I guess on, on the sites, you're not d d down into the mines yet. Yeah. As you spend the time on, on the sites, you know, um, kind of looking at these uh, these old mining structures and stuff. You take a deep breath and 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 memories start flooding back as this as as being here kind of hits you like nostalgia. Like for a second, you're back on Dalmar. You're wearing your hard hat and your jumpsuit, clocking in taking the lift down into the depths of the mines and 
you remember you remember living on living in the structures with your family and this memory creeps into your mind as 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 you, as you hear a knock on the door and your father comes and opens it and you see the executives of, of, of Aurora Industries at the place that you work say, Surprise and congratulations to you, Bale Coldmine. You are our employee of the month. Here at Aurora Industries, we want to highlight our super Stardust employees. Bale here is following in the footsteps of her father, who was a perfect example of the reward of hard work. Speaking of rewards, please enjoy a complimentary lunch all month long. Thank you for everything that you do kind of fades away. She smiles kind of bitterly at the memory. Because when she... Whenever she remembered it before... It wasn't like her happiest memory, but... It wasn't bad. But now she looks around at the remnants of... the mind she's only ever seen in the height of its production, and for some reason it feels a little different. You collect your samples, Chunk is uh, mending the homeless people's clothes and stuff, and you guys make it back to the Tipsy Weaver. Um, you did good up there, Cuffs. Yeah, glad you think so, but do you think they're gonna be okay? I think if they don't con take control of their lives, they're always going to be under the control of the person that we're uh, we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to basically make angry. Constantly. I mean, there's taking control what? and there's throwing it away. Do we even know what they're going up against? What we do know is, if they stayed there, they would have died. At this moment, and at this time, their possibilities are infinitely more desirable or available compared to where it was. Now, uh, this Caleb is gonna know that probably wasn't them that stole what this key and even if he doesn't they're gonna be hopefully halfway across the galaxy by the time that he even gets to a ship so we've done the best that we can do for these people without starting a full-blown war revolution a place that we're gonna leave next month or next week or who knows even tomorrow I think we did good constantly hard part about war, hard part about stardust anytime it's involved is it very rarely is the right answer. Too often in my life I've chosen the wrong. So sometimes you just gotta be happy with the other. Cause it's all you got. Constance still doesn't look happy, but she also doesn't really know what else she can do right now. 
So she'll probably just start writing in her book and examining examining her new her new samples. Alright. Well, with that, the hour is now upon us as Estrella's party begins. As the sun begins to set and all and, and the ships begin to fly in. The cl- the cluster is a, a um a unique place in that you know, with it being like a like a like an artificial gravity type of atmosphere, you can see like directly into space. So you guys look up; you can actually see like uh, all of the ships as they're flying in, uh, fly, flying uh, flying over into a uh, not Arcadia, <laughs> flying over into a uh, Aphrodisia, um, Estrella's Estrella's uh, area, and to prepare for this party, all the all of the all of the uh, the upper crust one percent high end. Um, anybody who's anybody important is going to this uh, this gala event that Estrella is throwing, including Juramortos, the Merchant Lord, who you guys are about to rob. So if there's nothing, if there's nothing else that you guys want to do, I think we're gonna call this one. Next episode, you guys will be venturing into the depths of the mines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Thank you guys. For now, I want to say thank you for joining us this evening for another episode of Stardust and Dragons. Uh, Yeah, and make sure to tune in next time. That was Christian Hatcher as Brendan Dianhart, Dan Wood as Flip O'Donnell, Max Morin as Lyrax Proudmate, Raina McGuire as Constance, and Brandon Hatcher as your DM. Stardust and Dragons is co-produced by Christian and Brandon Hatcher and Caleb Patrick. This episode was edited by Jason Turner. If you like our content, the best way to support us is to find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash speakeasyproductions. There you can find our Discord, art, and special deals on how you can get more involved with our community. For more information, make sure to look us up at stardustanddragons.com. And remember, our adventure is in the stars.